Hey, welcome to Good Times, Bad Times, man. It's great to be here on 1240 AM WGBV Radio. How cool is this? This, so, is... Been, this is awesome. I got Don still with me, good friend of mine. Don, how you doing? Doing great, Joey. I'm so uh, psyched to be on the show, man. Thanks for having me. Hey, thanks for being here on this holiday. It's Labor Day, and uh, it's it's so cool to be back on 1240 AM WGBB. I have been away since 2019. Obviously, uh, COVID had hit, and uh, things got shut down for a little while. And um, I'm finally back on the air, Long Island's, <laughs> Long Island's oldest radio station. That, to me, that's just so cool. Yeah, that's cool. I didn't realize that. It's the oldest yeah. radio station on Long Island. That's that's right. So uh, it's such a cool... It's AM radio, which uh, we still have in our cars. I, I heard uh, they're going to be taking AM radio out of cars. They, they're, they're trying to pass a law or something like that. <laughs> really? They want to like eliminate AM radio? AM radio has, has been a part of our american culture since the car i think was invented i think like the first ford had am radio <laughs> you're right so it's gonna be kind of bizarre but i don't think that's gonna happen i think uh am am uh radio is is always gonna be around no matter what you, you know what we need though we we need to make am radio cool again we need to have the kids get hip to it i mean they're, they're sitting there on their phones all day they, we need to get <laughs> the, we need them to tune in to am radio man you're right you're right and, and AM radio never, never, uh, you know, never dies because you got, um, you know, I'm on XM radio all the time, listen to XM radio, and all of a sudden you're in the middle of a great song and it just dies out because the satellites aren't lining up right. Yeah, exactly. And and that's always been a thing with AM versus FM is all the frequencies. And I, I think the AM frequencies aren't as, as strong as the FM. Right. But right. Does, does like WGBB uh, have an Instagram? Are they like tuned in with the, with the uh, current yes. like state yeah. of the th world? Yeah, they're they're up, they're all updated. They have a a, a Twitter page. Um, they're on Facebook, and they um, I think they're going to be on. I think they're on FM radio too. Ninety six point nine, I believe, or ninety five point nine. Very cool. Up, but anyway, it's great to be here on Labor Day, and uh, thanks for taking the time out to be on my show, my very very first show. And I wanted to ask you a couple of questions. I looked it up, but I saw it's not like I'm an expert, but uh, and these are facts that I didn't really I didn't even know. Do you know how long ago the first U.S. Labor Day was celebrated. When was the first one celebrated? I want to say, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, but I want to say probably around the time of like the the forties, thirties and forties. When because I would think that when unions started, people started unionizing. I would think maybe that's when they start celebrating the working man. I'm, I'm not sure though. Right. Well, you're close. You're up by a hundred years. <laughs> <laughs> really, the eighteen hundreds. Yeah, I mean, I was a little shocked too. I, I I actually looked this up because I, you know, I was actually curious about Labor Day. Our first U.S. Labor Day was celebrated Tuesday, September fifth, eighteen eighty-two. Wow, eighteen eighty-two. Now, that's the first U.S. Labor Day. It didn't become a holiday until June twenty-eighth, eighteen ninety-four. So that's when it became a, uh, the first Monday in September. Uh, Congress passed an act in. Uh, 1894 to make the first Monday of September a legal holiday, which is, and that's what we're celebrating today. Wow, man, that's pretty cool. I didn't, you know, I don't think I've ever really researched that many holidays, like to see the origins, right? But I never would have guessed that, you know, Labor Day began that long ago in, in the late 1800s. That's that's uh, that's crazy, and you know, like. That's before most inventions, I think. Like 
Right. <laughs> right. So what was the labor back then, right? It wasn't like, you know, building cars, I guess, right? Like making shoes. Right. right. <laughs> Sewing, I don't know, farming. Building like, yeah. cabins. Building yeah, cabins. Yeah, probably building a lot. Yeah, like, like think about it. What were the jobs back then? Like, right. what were they doing? So you would think that the cities were starting to form at that point. So there's probably a lot of construction going on. Roads. Buildings. Yeah, right. buildings, road, roadways, bridges. Right. Yeah, so those were like real men, you know. Right. So, so these guys back then were getting all pissed off because all these celebrations are going on, but nobody's celebrating us, you know. I'm out here all day breaking my butt. Yeah. Oh, let's have a Labor Day. You guys, we'll make a Labor Day. You know? Yeah, like, yeah. They're like, they got Mother's Day. They got right. Father's, Father's Day. But day. what about the Working Man Day? Yeah, yeah. Nobody talks about us. There'll be no building there if it wasn't for me. And think about those guys back then. You ever see the, the, those guys when when they're in in the eighteen hundreds building buildings like skyscrapers and stuff, and they're sitting there on like a, a you know right. in the, the, the on the middle yeah. beam eating lunch, <laughs> dangling <laughs> dangling their feet. <laughs> those are some real men. Those are yeah. real. Those those nope. men would be ashamed of the men of today. Right. No fear back then. No fear. No safety belts, no harnesses, and and they didn't have any emotions either. They were they were no. just they were just callous, mean, like just straightforward men. Like you know what I mean? Like right? Like uh, I think of how men have evolved and working men has evolved through is is now we're in touch with our feelings. We we have an HR department. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sitting on that beam out there. No, yeah. right. it's too ch- it's yeah. too chilly. <laughs> There's no way I'm, I'm not- going out there. With, yeah. Right. Well, I want a lunchroom. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, we would have demands and de- and that's where, you know, uh, the unions come in, I guess, after that, they're like, this is not good conditions. And that was the, uh, <laughs> and that was the end of the manly era. But yeah, well, those guys it. were real deal workers, the iron real, right. workers. Yeah, think yep. about all the stuff they had to do. And, and eat, you know, eating your lunch on a, on, a, on a beam, you know, a couple thousand feet up, there's no time to relax. You can't relax during <laughs> lunchtime. Right? Dude, dude, I'd be terrified. I'd be, <laughs> it would be the fastest ham sandwich I've ever eaten. <laughs> and, and if you dropped your ham sandwich, that was it. You didn't eat uh, lunch till the next day, right? If you drop your ham sandwich, you might kill somebody. <laughs> no, that's true, right? <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but you can't eat. That's it. Your food's gone. You right. know, and and uh, yeah, th- those are those are you know, think about it. How we've evolved from that guy, and think about too, they didn't have the same kind of tools and machinery. Like everything they had was probably super heavy. Like if they had to have like a wrench or a screwdriver or a hammer, probably was like, right. like you know, made out of steel itself or something like that, and heavy. You know, right. like those were some gritty human beings, man. Like I don't even like what other kind of jobs do you think there were back then? I'm I'm really enamored by this because I think it's so I, cool I, that. I would stick with the farming, definitely like, you know, a lot of farming, a lot of food, uh, you know, farmers and, and cattle. And, um, you know, you think about the 1800s, horse, maybe making, you know, horse, horse wagons, you know, guys making the wheels for the wagons and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. Horseshoes, making horseshoes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, boats. Yeah, yeah, boat, boat, weren't boats big boats, you know, making. Yeah, right? they're probably boat guys. Ships. Yeah, fishermen. Yeah, of, right, fishermen. Yeah, and um, hunters and stuff like that still because people still have to eat. Yeah, a lot of farming, but uh, but yeah, blacksmiths were probably really big. Right. So we're comparing Labor Day from the 1800s to Labor Day today, and not to not to make fun of today's you know generation, but back then you were doing work with your hands, and today you're sitting behind a computer and you know you're printing out papers and you're complaining. <laughs> if those men today, yeah, could see yeah. 
how soft my hands are, <laughs> they would they would be a disgrace. They would be disgraced right. by me. They would be like, you right. make me sick, Don Sill. You, right. uh, so thank, thanks you to know. the guys back in the 1800s. Uh, we're celebrating Labor Day today for all their hard work. Um, so, yeah, we're celebrating 155 million men and women who are currently in the workforce place, in the U.S. workforce place. That's a lot of workers, man. That's a so, lot of, yeah. And, and that's another thing that's changed in the last hundred so years is is the population. Like, we've, like, quadrupled. Like, there's probably more people, like you said, working today than than there was on the in the world at that time, you know? Right, right. So God bless, man. There's a lot of people working. There's millions of different types of jobs. Today, definitely. There's a lot oh. more... Uh, yeah, a lot more out there to do. I mean, you got the whole world has changed in the last hundred years, and it's going to change in the next hundred years. Well, AI might take all of our jobs, and then we'll have the an AI holiday. Yeah, we'll have a robot right. holiday, and and they will declare it is our day today. Yeah, Mr. Roboto. Yeah, <laughs> no, nobody talk to Mr. Roboto. What happened? Why are you home so early? Uh, Mr. Roboto came in. <laughs> Mr. Roboto stole my job, man. Right, right. So we're going to celebrate the ro the robots in the next 100 years. <laughs> you will all work for me. Something yeah. out of a sci-fi movie, man. It's Yeah, man, it's, it's just crazy. But that that's why, you know, one of the hot jobs like we we said a hundred years ago, the hottest job to have was probably being a blacksmith. Now the one of the hottest jobs to have is is to be a coder. If you know how to write code for computer programs or yes. write code for these robots or whatever, that, that that's where you know your your, uh, your future is right now is in the coding. So it's really gone from working with your hands and doing hard labor to working with your brains and, and doing some deep thinking. Yes, indeed. That's, that's 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 what's happened in the last hundred years. Yep. Yeah. And a lot of machines are doing the heavy work now too. A lot of machine. We have a lot of machines that were created to to do all the hard labor. You know. Um, yeah. How many machines pretty, do we have now? You just kind of set it and forget it. Right. Set it and forget it. You don't even have to cook anymore. But, yeah. You know how many how many people went out of jobs when the dishwasher was invented? Oh yeah, the <laughs> dishwasher. Right. The microwave. Yeah, there's so many jobs. Of it. You're like, you know, like, what do you mean you don't need me anymore? Right. Sorry, uh, but uh, we have a machine that does your job now. But right. uh, think, I, I was always about the, did spick and span. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> think about the guy who went around door to door cleaning carpets. You know, yeah. and then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, now they have carpet cleaners that you can buy at Target. You know, or it's like a robot carpet cleaner you you said you, you, you ever seen those things yeah <laughs> yeah yeah it, it actually vacuums yeah. yeah it's like a little yeah. droid yeah <laughs> so yeah that's that's crazy but uh it's all good man labor day 2023 uh you know i am a dj i dj on the weekends super dj productions if you need a dj um so being a dj I'm, i have two parties coming come uh today i had a party this morning i have one later on uh, tonight, I'm doing an hour over at a uh, senior center, and I was looking up songs. Now, when you think of Labor Day and you think of music, there's some popular songs out there. I just want to see if you pick one or two and see see where you are at with music. All right. Now, I, I think that um, I started saying this. Um, I was thinking about this, and, and I'm thinking, like, there's a lot of great ones. Right. But Living on a Prayer, the Bon Jovi, mm -hmm. right. I think... It, it is a, a testament to the working man because, you know, Johnny was working on the dock. 
<laughs> You're right. Yeah. Okay. Right? It was Johnny, right? Yeah. Or Tommy. Tommy worked on the docks. Okay. The, the, right. You know, Tommy. Right. Yeah. Tommy used to. He he worked on the docks, and and Diane, you know, she's been you know working all day for minimum wage, you know, and it's just not paying the bills, you know. You know, Tommy used yeah. to work on the docks, you know. Yeah. The workers went on strike. He's down on its luck. It's tough. So I could feel for both, you know, uh, Tommy and, um, you know, what was the girl? Um, Tommy who was the... used to work on Gina? Gina. Yeah, Tommy and Gina. Not not to be mistaken by Jack and Diane. Right. <laughs> and, not, and, and not to be mistaken by Brenda and Eddie, who right. all, you know, I think Brenda and Eddie were working class people, too. Uh, more than likely, more than likely, so was Jack and Diane. But we're talking right now about Tommy and Gina, and I think that they were both two working class people, uh, from New Jersey trying to get by and live and live the life. But, but yeah, I mean, so that that those kind of songs stick out to me, but I, I kind of like the vibe of Loverboy, you know, working for the weekend, yeah, it's upbeat, upbeat, yeah, yeah, and Huey Lewis. Um, he had that that great song of uh, uh, working for a living, or right. I want to bang on my drum all day. I don't want to work. I just want to bang on my drum all day. That's a great one too. Yeah. So you know, those are the kind of songs, and that song's great to to just vibe out to, dude. When I used to work in baseball, and I was right. the DJ there in this in the stadium. Oh I yeah, would, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> I would play those kind of songs. Yeah. The place would go nuts, man. Everybody just wants to clap. They they like songs they know, and they just want to uh, just they, they just work so hard all week long. They just want to. I don't want to work. <laughs> I just want to bang on my drama all day. And they all get into it, man. It's a, it's a beautiful thing. It's it's what everybody's thinking, you know. It's like finally the weekend. Everybody's working for the weekend. Here we are. Get your beers. Sit down. Watch the baseball game. It's a celebration day. Yes. You know, the weekends are a celebration day. Labor Day is a celebration day. Uh, one of the songs that came to my mind is uh, Blue Collared Man by Styx. Yeah. I'm a blue collared man because my, my, you know, we were all blue collared men back in the day, you know, after high school and stuff. We were all working uh, all these odd end jobs. I was a plumber, as an electrician's helper, as a pool cleaning guy, as a carpet cleaner. I did yeah. all those blue collar, all those blue collar. Yeah, dude. And uh, that was my song back in the day. That's awesome. I tell you, man, th- there those types of jobs, those trade jobs, blue collar jobs. You know, you talk about you know the blue collar. We're Long Islanders. You know, we, we all come from blue collar backgrounds, and uh, and I think that there's been some kind of stigma, like in the last twenty years or something, where all these kids they they wanted that you know they kind of turn their back on the trades whether it's carpentry or plumbing or roofing or, or what have you. Right. And what's happened now is there's such a demand for these jobs. Cause these are jobs too, that robots can't do. Exactly. Robots can't come into your house and fix the plumbing. They, they're not going to, you know, they might be able to troubleshoot. Maybe I don't even know if whatever, but those are the kind of jobs you need. You need an actual human being to come into your house and evaluate carpentry, same thing, roofing, same thing. And and so now what's happening, these kind of jobs, the demand is high. So right. the pay is now becoming higher. So exactly. now these guys, these plumbers or and uh and all this are 
that were once kind of uh you know these these college kids were looking down upon these are the guys that are making over six figures a yep. year these are the guys with huge successful businesses uh you know th- these are the guys who uh you know you call when you need them um so yeah so don't sleep on on um and this is for the people out there listening don't ever sleep on on the blue collar people and the importance of blue collar people and yeah. and uh don't ever sleep on the importance of trade and trade jobs because my they're very important my son's going to school to uh, a trade school to be an electrician there you go electrician yeah that's, yep, that's his choice you know he went to nasa community college for two years got his associates and uh he, he's really into the wiring and you know he could wire up anything so his choice is to go to this trade school over here and he wants to be an electrician. He'll probably be like an electrician's apprentice for a while. And uh, it's awesome. You know, one thing about tra- uh, trades is that you'll always have a job. That's what I was going to say. He'll, he'll you're not going to get unemployment. You know, you'll always be working. He'll always get a job. He'll always right. have work to do. Uh, right. Electrician is is, an, is a perfect example of what I'm talking about. And God bless your son for pursuing yep. that because th- there's uh, big money in that too. And, and uh, there's a big demand for that. And that's, to me, out of all the trades too, that's the one for me personally, because there's a lot of trades I could like, you know, I, oh, I could sheet rock. I could, you know, I could try, to, <laughs> you know, but you don't yeah. want to mess around with plumbing. I mean, with electricity. Plumbing, no. Yeah. You don't want to oh, mess plumbing around. Plumbing too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Plumbing too. Yeah. But electricity for me, I'm like, all right, if, if I mess up on plumbing, you know, I have to clean up some water, but if I mess up right. on electricity, I'm, I could die. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or my house yeah. could burn to the ground. Or you know, right. you know, what I'm saying so, uh, you right. you need to be a licensed electrician. It's not something you can just you know find a tutorial on YouTube and try to do it. Uh, right. I do not recommend that. But yeah, I think. Um, and if your son's passionate about it, that's even yeah. better, dude. Yep, that's yep. huge. Yeah. Yep. So you're right. If you do elect- if I was to do some kind of electrical work and I was winging it, I'd, I'd be waking up all night. To try to see if I smell smoke or something. Yeah, right? I'd be <laughs> I don't trust myself. It's even it's in the ceiling. I like you know, my dad was an electrician. And, was he really? And, yeah, and, and he would okay. do all the electrical work in our house and stuff like. He never right. taught me anything. He never okay. Me anything. But he would do the electrical in the ceiling sometimes. Right. You know, and and there's like you know kinds of um, you know the what, what's like the insulation and all that stuff. I'm like. Right. Are you worried that we things are gonna catch fire? You know, like what right. the hell? Living a death trap. But yeah, right. he's he's also was a uh, he was an electrician for um years and then he um in his early late twenties, early thirties started he became a uh elevator mechanic, another trade job. Oh yeah, yeah, it's a great job. Yeah. Yeah. So that he taught me a lot. He was uh you know, he was in the union, he was a, a local one and mm-hmm. uh and all that stuff. So yeah, I'm I'm a big proponent for trades and the trade working and all that stuff. So uh, I'm real happy here. Your son's pursuing that. I think uh, yep. he's going to have a great, great uh, life and career in front of him. So God bless, man. Thank you. That, that's awesome. So, yeah. So back to the music, we have working man by rush. You know, that song, right? That's a great song. Yeah. That, that's another one that's on the, on the labor day music list. Allentown by Billy Joel. Now I don't know the lyrics too good to that. I mean, I, 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 it's on the list of Labor Day songs. It's like, well, I'm living here in Allentown. It's similar to living on a prayer, I think, in a way where it feels like it's about working people, but that they're having a rough time, you know. And they're closing okay. all the factories oh, down. Right, right. Out right. in Bethlehem, they're getting 
lyric but but yeah i feel like it's the same type of thing it's like there's a struggle going on in these working neighborhoods because don't forget a lot of these steel towns and these work in those kind of factory towns right like i think buffalo is like that i think um pittsburgh a couple others where uh, detroit where there was Mm -hmm. a lot of factory work going on and like in detroit with the cars and all that and then what what for whatever reason the businesses leave the, the state or they start closing down because of recession or, or they right. relocate, whatever it is. And all these people in this working town, they have nowhere to go. And so they're, you know, it's kind of a hopeless vibe, man, but, but, you know, they recover. Like I think Allentown has, has recovered in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. And I, th- I think, um, yeah, we, we've seen Pittsburgh recover, you know, lot, you know, Detroit's in the process, you know, right. I, I, you know, I think the so, you know, I, I'm sitting here listening to you, and I got to tell you, <laughs> there's a job out there for you, Don, because a lot of these, not today, but back in the day, there a lot of these musicians would write stories, right? Like Piano Man's a story. So instead of singing, you don't have to have a good voice. You should tell the story. Hi, this is Don Sill, and today we're going to talk about Piano Man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, like. I, you, you could tell this, like you told the story of living on a prayer, like it was a, like not a song, like a story. Right, right. Yeah. It's, it's kind of, it's kind of cool. It actually sounded pretty cool hearing it because a lot of people don't know what the hell these songs are. A lot of people don't even know what the lyrics are. They just get up and dance and go nuts, you know? Right. Yeah. They don't, uh, th- there was once a, a DJ in, in, uh, in Raleigh, North Carolina, who I became good friends with. His name was Blade and okay. uh, Bob the Blade was his name. And, and um, he had a, a segment on his show where he's, He's like, I'll do my best. You don't know Bob the Blade, but trust me, I'm going to sound just like him. He's this okay. is an impression of. Him. He's like, hey everybody, how you doing? This is Bob the Blade, and uh, and now it's a, it's a, you know it's five thirty, and you know what time it is when it's five thirty. That means it's uh it's time for every song has a story. Every song has a story. So he would he would actually do that where he would, but his story wasn't about the song. So he's like, let's say he's talking about um, you know Metallica, or, or let's say he's talking about joe cocker so yeah so i love that joe cocker song here's the story so uh back in 1976 i'm uh hanging out with this girl and it's a personal story but he would always tell a story that refl- that that ties into the song like that song had something to do it incorporated into that story so uh i've always kind of it's funny that you say that because i've always kind of wanted to take that and run yeah. with it to take his idea because yeah. he's been off the air now i haven't talked about the blade in a long time he's he's been off the air for a while and uh um i was trying to think of, of doing that same type of thing but with my own stories where it's like every every song has a story and take right. that premise and run with it but but i, I kind of like your idea where i tell the story of the song yeah <laughs> yeah because yeah. you're doing living on a prayer I, I forgot that what the song was even about you just start singing it you don't even realize what the song's about right yeah yeah it's, it's kind of cool like you can say, uh, <laughs> this week with Don Silva, we're talking about living on a prayer. Sit down, guys. <laughs> this is this is going to choke you up. I don't know if you realize, you know, Allentown, they had to close all the factories. You know? <laughs> it's, it wasn't a happy song. Everybody's singing and dancing and having a good time, but it's actually a sad song. Folks. <laughs> I love those kind of songs that they, they sound like they should be happy. And then you, you dissect the lyrics. You're like, hold on, wait a second. Yeah. What is this? Or the, if they're really sentimental songs, but they're like, like I think, uh, Bruce Springsteen's Dancing in the Dark. I think right. if you slow that song down, 
I think it's really a beautiful song. Like it's not this poppy, you know. Even if we're just dancing in the dark, but if right. you slow it down, he's he's just you know, it's it's a very beautiful love song, you know. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's something I didn't know. Yeah, those are those are music facts. That'd be awesome, you know. That, yeah. you know, dude, we should do that. It. We can do <laughs> yeah. that. We could make it a segment, but me and you, you can can just yeah, yeah. talk Take, about well, yeah. a song every week or whatever. You know, we could do like a, a five minute thing on a song. That would be awesome. Let's do it. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'll do it. Um, now, the number one Labor Day song of all time. Okay, it's not our style of music, probably. It's not in the rock scene. And it's a it's in a it's it's a, it's actually the theme to a movie. So I gave you a couple of good hints there. The Think theme of to movies. A... Think of movies. Movies number about... one Labor Day. So Labor Day. Think Labor Day and think movies. Uh, movie was probably uh, I'm gonna say the movie was late eighties, nineties. That's what I'm thinking. Is it um take this job and shove it? <laughs> that's that's definitely right up there with the Labor Day songs. Oh, is it really? <laughs> I, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a clue. I'm not gonna give you the main singer of the song, but I'm gonna tell you in the movie one of the characters was Gene Hackman. Okay, Gene Hackman. I hope it was Gene Hackman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh Think, think about working, think about working, think about Labor Day. This is tough. Think yeah. about girl. All right, see now, now think about women on the workforce. Women on the workforce. So there's that movie Working Girl with Harrison okay. Ford and, and Meg uh Meg something. That was a really good movie. Um thinking of uh working force. All right. Think country music. Think the, the lead singer is a country singer. Country. Okay. Uh so are we not country rock, so it's not like a Leonard Skinner song. No, so it's a country female singer. A country. F oh, I know you're talking about working nine to yeah, five. Yeah, there you go. What a way to make a living. <laughs> That's it. That that is the number one Labor Day song on on most sites on the internet. Uh, and, and what a great movie that was! It was right? A great movie, and that's a great song. That that yep. is to me. Look, I love Dolly Parton. I know she made a lot of great songs. I know a lot of people, you know, will say, "Oh God, of course you love the most popular of her songs as your favorite." You know, like all the 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 enthusiasts. But to me, right. that's her best song. I, I love Nine to Five, and so well written too, because she really kind of nails it. In yeah. the lyrics, she she kind of nails the the whole you know got myself a cup of ambition, beep, 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 beep. and she kind of like nails the whole vibe. You know, she talks about never getting credit. The boss didn't give me credit. Like right. she really touches on that kind of office worker vibe where you do all the work, the boss gets all the glory, you get all the blame, and yep. it's just it's just a grind. I got to get work through nine to five. It's it. You know, I, I think that definitely stands as, as as kind of uh an anthem for the worker especially in, in that time period the 80s yeah when that movie yep. came out for sure yep. i think a lot's changed if you remember that movie uh the three women in that movie it was uh jane fonda lily tomlin uh, lily tomlin and and uh and uh, dolly and they were being like sexually harassed and and uh demeaned by right. their boss which was that dude it wasn't gene hackman oh okay yeah it was uh what the hell was that guy's name uh shit he was in like every movie of the 80s that dude right right like, yeah he's the guy he was the jerk right i mean most yeah of the time is it corman i forget his name yeah. i gotta figure that out but but that dude yeah and he treated them like shit and uh it was a lot of um old school you know kind of right. um you know mansplaining all, all those things that you you can't do today 
Not at all. Yeah, you couldn't get away with half half the shit that they did. Oh, oh, sorry, half the stuff that they did in that movie. You can't yeah. get away with half the stuff of that. And um, and yeah, I mean, I think that uh, we came a long way, but that is still holds as an anthem. If you listen to that song, nine um, to five, nine to five, man, it it's uh, I I agree with that. I think that would be the number one uh, working song for Labor Day. For Labor Day. So I'm gonna play nine to five uh, from the movie nine to five, right? Yeah. Uh, Dolly Parton. I'm gonna I'm gonna play that right now for Labor Day. I want to wish everybody a very very happy Labor Day. I want to thank my very first guest back here on Good Times Bad Times, uh, Don Sill. Thank you so much for joining us today on Labor Day and taking the time out to be with us. Always a pleasure, Joey. I appreciate you having me, man. And let's definitely do that segment. That'd be awesome. <laughs> oh, man. definitely, man. I'm gonna have uh, people tune in. Uh, this show will be on every Monday night from 7 to 7.30 on 1240 AM WGBB. And we're going to work it out where Don and I talk about a song and dissect it a little bit, uh, what the song means, the story behind the song. We'll have some fun with it. Thank you, Don. Awesome, man. Thank you. Okay. We'll see you next week, 7 o'clock, right here, Monday night, WGBB Radio. And I stumble to the kitchen Pour myself a cup of ambition And yawn and stretch and try to come to life Jump in the shower and the blood starts pumping Out on the streets the traffic starts jumping With folks like me on the job from nine to five Working nine to five